What if I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lauren, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hey listeners, it's Lauren and welcome back to another episode of the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Well, December is like moving so quick. I can't even keep up and I keep looking at the date and I'm like, how is it already? Like we're so close to double digits by the time this goes. It will be double digits in the month, which is just crazy. But it's such a fun time. I feel like this holiday season has gone by so quickly. Like I love celebrating basically with starting with like my birthday, which is in October and then Halloween. And then we have Thanksgiving. Then we have my husband and my anniversary. And then we move into Christmas in my world. And it's like just such a magical time of year. And I love just seeing all the streetlights and Christmas lights or wreaths or holiday lights just around. And it's like the vibe is just so fun. And I'm always so bummed when it all comes down again, because I get so used to seeing it and it being just so magical and bright. And this year I'm like, I think I mentioned last week, but I am just so in the holiday spirit this year, which is so nice because there have been years where I felt a little scroogey almost, but this year I am full of I don't know, the holiday magic. It's all around me and I just totally love it. And I participated in the Christmas parade, holiday parade here. Um, and it was so good. Like it was just fun being there and the energy from everyone was just so friendly and neighborly. I got in such great conversations with the different um, people in the parade that were you know, setting up their floats and cars. And we just had so many good conversations about like hopes for 2024, like why we were participating and, you know, talking about their organizations and what they do. I was next to the Girl Scouts, which was so amazing to be by them. Uh, Those girls were also excited just for the upcoming holiday season. And the parents and troop leaders that I spoke to were just amazing but I spoke to many people down the line as well because I went down to go look at all of the floats and decorated cars and entries that I wasn't going to see. Being in the parade, you don't actually get to see the whole parade by any means. Um, So it was fun to kind of just go and see everybody's things. And let me tell you, there are some pretty spectacular car decorations out there and float designs. I mean, people put a lot of time and energy in it just to bring joy to others. And it was so cool to be part of that. Um, and it was contagious, like singing Christmas carols. I dreamed of Christmas carols that night. Like there was just so much holiday magic around, which was fun. So I really, really enjoyed that. Um, just a great time getting out and being part of, you know, people's holiday traditions which is something super touching and a unique experience to say the least. Um, So that was a lot of fun. Otherwise, yeah, just been, you know, 
trying to still find that balance right now between work, life, and all of it. It's all good, all good things for sure. But, you know, it gets really busy this time of year and like navigating, seeing people and just figuring figuring it all out, you know, what to do in the last part of the, you know, month, the last month of the year, and then like what to do for 2024. And even though I usually set intentions like in October and all of that with like the year, my next year of life, I still come up with things around the new year too. kind of like, you know, I want to jump on that train with everyone else to just kind of set like what it is, what, what do I want to enter the next year? Um, with. And so we'll be talking about intentions in a couple weeks. That one will actually launch on 1-1, which is a Monday because NYE is on a Sunday this year. Uh, so that will be good. We'll start off a Monday on the first day of the year. I don't know. There's something poetic about that. We always are like, oh, the Mondays. And like, I immediately think of office space. Uh, but in this case, it's like, Hey, this is a purposeful Monday. It's the first one of the year. Like, how are you going to kick it off in the way that sets the tone for 24? And I don't want to put pressure on that day or anything. There's no pressure at all. Like, Hey, if you're sleeping until noon that day, that's perfectly fine. But for me, in my mind, I'm like, okay, it's a Monday. Got to flip the script and make it an awesome Monday. So I'm looking forward to 24. I'm not going to lie. 2023, um, in a couple of years prior, I had some big challenges. Uh, a lot of just, I feel like roller coaster things. And I, I'm pretty sure a few months ago I mentioned that I felt like I was on a roller coaster and hoping that I'd get off soon. Well, a few more things happened. You know, they do. It's life. So both highs and lows again. I <laughs> Both highs and lows. So, I mean, I can't complain, but it's just, I'm ready for like, just the feeling of like, all right, we've got a whole nother year ahead, um, that I can just focus on and I can appreciate all that happened in the past. And, you know, the people I lost in the journey this last year, um, I lost like my Omi, my Opie, a very close friend of mine, Craig. So, you know, there's been a good amount of loss, but I know they're all still out there um, and surrounding. So I'm excited to move into 24 and just give it all I've got to make it an amazing year and, you know, just continue to be looking for the glass half full view or the silver lining, you know, the positives that come from things that aren't so cheery (laughs) or merry and bright because, I don't know. I just feel like that's what we need to do. Life is too short not to appreciate all it throws at us and figure out how to navigate it in our best ways. And I guess that kind of goes perfectly with this topic today. Um, It's about forgiveness and gosh, like forgiveness is something that's so personal to people and forgiveness we always hear it should truly be for ourselves and not for the other person. But I feel like the gift of forgiveness, yes, it's super beneficial to us when we can forgive and truly move on from something. It doesn't mean we need to return back to the place 
of where it was before whatever incident that required forgiveness, but um, it does give us that. But I also feel like the gift of forgiveness is something that, you know, can change something for somebody else too um, in such a great way. And I was recently reminded of this. So my husband and I were out running our errands, like usually, you know, weekend morning, you might catch us at us at the store buying stuff for the week, all that kind of good thing. You know, the adulting lifestyle, (laughs) responsible adults, you know, meal preps and whatnot. So we were at the store and as we were leaving, I was stopped by someone and she was like, my husband said she had already left the store and then like came back in, which I didn't even catch her. I hadn't seen her while we were even in the store or anything, but she came back in right at the entrance and was like, I just, I don't know if I'll see you again or run into you, but I just need to say, I am so, so sorry. And I hope that you can forgive me. And it took me a second to place where I knew her from, because like I said, it was weekend earlier morning and I was like, okay, she's, she seems super familiar, but it took me a second to like, you know, how, how that happens. If you see somebody out of context of where you're used to seeing them, it kind of like takes you, you're like, Oh wait, hold on. (laughs) Um, and then all of a sudden it all came back to me. So the whole situation came flooding back and I was like, you know what? Absolutely. Like, I totally forgive you. I appreciate you even coming and saying anything. It wasn't even necessary. You know, we all have our times, our moments, but I just hope, you know, like you're good and everything's moving really well for you. And she was just like, thank you so much. And that was it. That was our conversation. But it was this moment of forgiveness and there was stuff a little while back that was just like this drama incident that I had kind of been the recipient of. And I don't even think it really had anything to do with me. I think it had more to do with her and her life and things that were going on there, but which happens, right? We all, like I said to her, even we all have our moments, like we have all misplaced our anger, our frustration, our feelings, our whatever insert in the blank. We have done that to people sometimes who were there or, you know, they let us do it, right? Like they let us just take it out. And in the moment it was happening, I didn't react. I just let her do her thing and gave her space and then just continued to like distance myself in the situation any other time that I may have had to see her. Um, I just completely removed myself from the situation because even though I knew it was misplaced, I just was like, you know, not worth my time or energy. Wasn't my thing to really get or receive in the first place. And so I had moved past it though. I mean, we're talking months and months and months and months ago. I think even longer than a year ago. Um, That's, it transpired. So I had kind of almost forgotten about it completely. And I think that's part of the reason why I had a hard time placing her in the very beginning, because I had like closed it and was like, I'm cool. I'm resolved with that. We're all good. 
But I'm so glad that our paths crossed because for something that happened, you know, over a year ago and it to still be on somebody's mind that they felt that they needed to come back into the store to apologize and they had to work up courage to do so. That to me just spoke volumes about who I thought I knew she was. She is that person that I thought she just had a bad, like I said, a bad day, a bad moment, but it takes a lot of, you know, courage for somebody to be able to apologize. Even if you know you're in the wrong, it's not easy to do that. You know, especially if you try to put on a brave face, a strong front, it's not always easy for somebody to say, Hey, I screwed up. I did this. We're not all wired the same way. And, you know, some people grew up maybe needing to feel a little stronger and for, you know, trying to apologize or showing a sign of weakness and it worked for them. Maybe it's just, they're, you know, it's hard to be vulnerable when you're apologizing and asking for forgiveness, you're being vulnerable. And maybe that's just not part of your thing. So the whole forgiveness thing is hard on both ends because you have somebody who, you know, received something that didn't align with them and, you know, tensions there and there's feelings and there could be hurt feelings. Distance could be between people. You know, there's a lot on the one side and then there's a lot on the side of the person who's trying to ask for forgiveness or apologize because, you know, they feel bad about creating the situation. And so this holiday season, I thought forgiveness was just such a good topic because it's something that can really change, you know, both people's day, even if it doesn't change the way the relationship's going to be moving forward. It still just gives this closure to a situation, but you have to be willing to truly, you know, be receptive to somebody asking for forgiveness and listening and genuinely taking their apology. Cause once you give it, you know, that's when things just have to drop about that situation. Meaning it's not like you can be later like, okay, well, I'm still really mad at you about that because you already forgave it. Um, and so it's a, it's a delicate, challenging thing, but it can be so rewarding on both sides when it works Um, and when, you know, a genuine apology comes and that's, it's like, we have to give each other space to be genuine and to hear each other's truths. Even if it's not your truth, um, it's okay. If you're willing to forgive, you can forgive. You don't have to forget. You don't have to be best friends. You don't have to move together, but you can move from that situation and, you know, grow and succeed in other ways. And you know, like I said, in my case, I had already moved past the situation in my mind. Like it was case closed. I was resolved on it, but the fact that I could feel her genuineness and I could give her the same closure that I already had, just, I don't know, driving in the car home, I just had a moment where I was like, I hope she really found peace with that because to me, it was something that sure it sucked in the moment, but in, I thought in the grand scheme of things in my life, it wasn't that big of a thing. And for her to still be stewing about it or thinking about it, just kind of hurt my heart a little that that was how she had been feeling. 
in regard to me this whole time. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, when it happened, I was like, wow, this is a really cool feeling that we reached this place today because it was unexpected. I don't know. It kind of, it just was a really cool spot. And I think sometimes we take apologies or, you know, people just kind of spew them out there to be like, oh yeah, I'm sorry about that or whatever. And like, you can tell when something's not genuine. Um, and so when a genuine moment really happens, it's, it's a cool feeling, even though like, yeah, we probably won't see each other again unless we cross paths in a grocery store one day. Um, but I have thought about too, like in thinking about what I was going to say in this podcast episode and all that, like there have definitely been times where I've had to apologize for things I've done. You know, I've said things stupidly (laughs) who hasn't, um, you know, insert foot and mouth. I mean, yes, I've definitely been there. Um, and I always hope once I am the one who needs to issue the apology that somebody can take it and, you know, you have to deal with your actions, right? The ramifications from your actions. And I totally own my actions. Um, that's another thing. I, I 100%, if I'm going to apologize, I will own what I said, what I did, whatever it was, I will definitely own it. Um, because I do want to hold myself accountable. That's one of my like core values for myself is I need to be accountable for what I say and do. Um, and actually thinking through that lens stops me from saying some of the stuff that's running through my head on occasion, but you know, not all the time. I'm definitely not perfect, but I definitely am aware because I'm like, when I do something and I know I'm like, Oh man, I need to be accountable for that for sure. Like that was really dumb. And you know it too. Like the moment something leaves your mouth and you're like, Oh gosh, Oh gosh, what did I just do? What did I just do? And then you feel sick about it. Like it's been many years since that has happened, but you know, I'm sure it will happen again in my future, but I just hate that feeling. And I have appreciated when somebody has given me the grace and been like, I accept your apology. Like let's move past. Um, so apology and forgiveness and all of that is just a huge thing, but things need to come from the heart when you're doing all of it. And the holiday season to me just seems like the perfect time to right wrongs and, you know, start out the new year fresh. So even if you're just journaling your thoughts, or if there's somebody that you have discord with, or you know, just think about what it would take for you to get to a place of being able to forgive that person, or maybe it's yourself you're trying to forgive. Not that you need to work on it with them or even let them know, but for yourself, figuring out what that looks like, because when you can get to a place of forgiveness, you can usually let the issue go at least on your end. So that way you're feeling more complete about it and a little more you know, closure, even if the situation's not fixed outwardly, but at least internally, it's not a struggle. Cause I don't know about you, but in my case, if I've been holding on to something or feel like I was wronged in some way and I'm not forgiving the person and I'm holding a grudge, um, 
it's always there nagging at me. Like it sits there and it can sit there for a long time, a very long time. And so at some point for yourself, it's like, you've got to figure out what it's going to take for you to move past it. Even if the situation never closes, because to me sitting with grudges or sitting with this anger towards a situation or person or whatever it is that, you know, is getting at you. It's like, it's no fun to live with that. It's no fun to have something like that eating away. So that's why I'm recommending like journaling. I don't know, clearing your mind walking outside or on a treadmill, or maybe it's singing out loud somewhere. Maybe it's just meditation, whatever it is you like to do to like get to your spot where you're comfortable, you feel secure, safe, you feel vulnerable with yourself and you can actually, you know, get to give yourself time to think without disruption. Just think through like, okay, why is the situation still with me? You know, yes, I'd love for them to apologize, but the thing is we can't force people to apologize. And often when they're forced, it's not very genuine. So it was like, don't do it. Cause now I'm even more mad at you, but it's like, you have to get to a place where you don't have to, but It's nice to get to a place where you can be comforted knowing that you may never get the apology from them, but you've already forgiven the situation. You've forgiven them, but it's like to clear your own mind. And maybe one day if you do have the conversation with whoever it is and they do ask for genuine forgiveness, you'll already be at a place where you can say yes. And there's not this, well, I need time to think about it, you know, and then maybe you'll get to experience that feeling that I did where it was like, you could see the relief and it was like, wow, that was just a positive impact for her. Like, I'm glad she can move past this too. So I don't know, just warm, fuzzy thoughts in my mind about, you know, just really trying to get to a place where you're good and processing your feelings and letting yourself kind of be peaceful with situations, even if they're not fully in your control, because a lot of stuff isn't in our control. But I hope you all are having a wonderful kind of holiday season, enjoying this end of the year and not getting too overwhelmed with all that comes with all of this and the craziness and the hustle and bustle out there. Um, I know I am working my darndest not to But one thing that I did do that I haven't talked about yet, it was super fun and exciting, was I interviewed uh, Desiree, which she is a dentist, so she's Dr. Desiree um, Walker, and she also owns um, and is the founder, creator, everything of um, FemFit Strong, which is an amazing, like, nutrition workouts um, encouragement zone where she's really helping women to come into their own and lead a healthy lifestyle, both mentally, physically, all of that through fitness and nutrition and overall health. So I am so excited about the interview. I think it is so perfect to end the year with her because 2024 is around the corner. Maybe fitness is on your list or just overall wellness or just wanting inspiration or encouragement just to like kick off your year. 
So this interview is going to be fun to listen to. Uh, she has got some amazing stories. She, so many cool things that she has done. I will just tell you, like when I was reading her bio, she put together, I was like, oh my goodness. Like, I'm not going to tell you exactly what is in there. You're going to have to tune in next week to hear, but let me tell you, there are some major accomplishments in her list. Um, and she is just such a fun, warm person and she's so inspiring and positive. I mean, she is a coach, you know, and coaches others and empowers them to be themselves. So like, if you are looking for that, like end of year motivation to like amp up for 2024, like tune in next week, it is going to be an amazing, amazing, um, podcast with Desiree. I can't wait for you to hear. So catch me next week. Have a good holiday season. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lauren. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.